Welcome to a message from Oasis Church. For more information about Oasis Church and how you can get connected, please visit MyOasisChurch.com. Thanks for listening and enjoy the message. Well, I'm going to talk about faith. Now, who would have thought? You know, the blessings, the blessings of the Lord just don't fall on you, right? I mean, if that was the case, why have faith if they're just falling on you? But you're going to have to take it by faith. That means there's going to have to be some effort. There's going to have to be some fortitude, some perseverance. There's going to have to be willing to stand. You know, Kenneth Hagin just say this. He said, if you just get this attitude that I don't care how long it takes. If it takes 100 years, it doesn't really matter. I want to stand and keep standing. And keep standing, in other words, until it comes. And if it took 100 years, it doesn't matter. That's a bulldog-type attitude. A bulldog bites down, and it doesn't want to let go. Your faith, you've got to allow faith to do its work. It will grab hold. If you keep it pure, don't allow unbelief to come in. Your faith will work. And you may have just a little measure, a mustard seed faith. But if, if it's not contaminated, saints, it will work. Because we're talking about the super kind of faith. The super, I mean, the God kind of faith. We're not talking about natural faith. This is the God kind. We're not talking about natural, your faith. You know, we, you know a lot of times we, we, the world uses faith flippantly. But we're, we're not talking about natural. You're sitting in the seat because you have faith in that seat. That's natural faith. We're talking about the supernatural. We're talking about things that you cannot believe naturally. It's going to take God's kind of faith to do it. Amen. You're going to have to take it by faith. It's when you stand on God's word and you believe God and you're believing the word only, saints, listen, you're operating in God's best. You're honoring His Word. You're believing His Word above everything else. Circumstances, everything else. You're taking His Word. You're believing it. You're standing on it. God see to it. He honors His Word. The Bible says He watches over. He's active. He's ready to perform. I say He's ready to perform. He's not asleep. Amen. Well, turn with me to Mark chapter 10. Amen. And actually, this may not be a real long um, message, but we're going to talk about a guy named Barnabas. And of course, you know, I, it seemed like I talk about this guy about every two or three years, so I guess I'm due to talk about it. Barn, I'm sorry, Barnabas, uh, Mark chapter 10. Verse, we'll start with verse 20, verse 47. Hallelujah. And it says, And when he heard, now, 46, I'm sorry, 46. Now they came to Jericho, and as he went out of Jericho with his disciples, a great multitude, blind Barnabas, the son of Timaeus, sat 
by the road begging. I think we could all agree this guy is, this guy is stuck. This guy is doing the same thing day after day, week after week, 24-7, stuck. Pike County, we, we, you know, we, we used to go bike riding, and I miss that. I enjoyed bike riding. But you, you Pastor Mark, you know, these, in stripper pits, they have this, this clay. We call it the slate, gray slate stuff. I, I'm not sure what. But anyway, this guy in his new motorbike decided that he would go across that. And he was really good. He's one of the better motor cross-country riders I've seen. He's good, but not that good. He got about halfway across it in a very expensive motorbike. And that thing almost disappeared. It took us a while. Kind of messed up the day. We had to pull him out of that thing. Once you get in that mud, it's like a suction. He walked out. It took his shoes off. It's just like, you know, you can't move. That's what Bartimaeus, he, he's doing the same thing every single day. Have you ever felt like you've been stuck in a place? I think we've all gone, gone through those seasons, I guess you would call it. You say, oh, man, I, I'm getting up. I'm, I go to work. I come home, go to work, come home. We're doing the same thing. It's kind of like that show Groundhog's Day. You wake up, the same thing every day. Well, you, how, you, how many know, know the guy's got something better? God doesn't want you stuck, but the enemy does. He wants you stuck. He doesn't want you coming out. He doesn't want you going to the next level. He'll do everything he can to take the word out. He doesn't want you taking it by faith. He doesn't want you looking at Jesus, author and finisher of your faith. He wants you looking at the problem where you're at, stuck in the mud, nothing's moving, nothing's changing. And he wants that in your mind. Come on. But this guy is going to break out. You Listen, time you, by the time you get down to verse 52, this guy is out. And look at the words. Now look, he's, Jesus said, your faith has made you well. I mean, this is going to be, this may be a quick message, but I'm just, it didn't take a whole lot. Saints, it just takes that mustard seed faith. Don't let the enemy tell you that you're stuck and it's never going to change. He is a liar, he is a deceiver, and he'll try to he'll use persecution, afflictions, cares, lust, all these things he'll try to get those to enter in to choke that word. But saints, if you just take it by faith, hold fast your confession, that's what we're going to see about Barnabas. This guy is going to fight the good fight of faith. And the first step is in verse 47. It says, now listen, 
Nothing's, nothing's changing. But notice the very first thing that causes the change. And when he heard, don't let that, don't, don't, don't let that slip by you. When it says, when he heard that it was Jesus. It says, when he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth. Saints, I am convinced this did not happen in a one-day event. I am convinced that he heard about Jesus. It could have been a year. Are you, are you hearing me? A year. It could have been two years. It could have been up to three when he first heard. A lot of times we read these stories and we think, well, he heard, he did, he, bang, 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 bang. I believe there's a time involved here. Just like it is for us. You hear the word, and we know faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. He heard. And I believe he heard several times. And over and over, he's hearing what? He's hearing about good things. He's, he's hearing about how Jesus went about doing good, healing all who were oppressed by the devil. He's hearing these things. On, I believe That tells me that he's not hanging around a bunch of complainers. You've got to watch who you hang around with. It's telling me he's not hanging around with the people at the overtime bar. He's not hanging around people who are moaning and complaining. Well, I wish, why has this happened to me? Why isn't things changing? I've been in this rut for five years. Why? It's never going to change for me. Why? What's the point? But he heard the good news. Doesn't that remind you of the one with the issue of blood? She heard the good news. And like Bartimaeus, he heard and he's not, he said, hey, I heard some good news. I'm not going to stay in this position. I'm not going to stay stuck. That's what the word of God would do. Saints, we got to make sure we're hearing. It's like we hear the pastor, we hear pastor Mark, whoever's preaching, the preached word is so important. It's, it's, I get most of my revelation from the preached word. Revelation flows. When I'm, on the, when I'm trying to listen on the internet, I don't know how people do it. I guess I know you can receive, but I have to be, I have to be in the live setting. I just something I if I'm listening on the internet or something, I got actually I have to keep moving. I, I can't sit down. I have to keep moving because it's just not the same. Right. When I'm hearing the word preached, it does something. Faith cometh. It's just something that quickened word. It's like I, I can't explain it. Well, you know I'm you know I'm preaching to the choir here. How important it is to be in the live teaching. If all possibility, be live with it. There's something about it. It goes on to say, it says, when he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, so the first steps he heard, just like the woman with the issue of blood, she heard, right, that lady was sick for 12 years, broke, but she 
heard, and we know she believed because she said. So you got to take it from hearing, because faith without works is dead. Saints, listen, you got to take it from the hearing, and you got to get it into your mouth. The Bible says she kept saying. Well, how many times did she say it? She just kept saying it. And she just kept saying it. And she had to push. She had to press in. Saints, when you're, when you're believing God, when you're confessing His Word, there's going to be some pushing. There's going to be some, some uh, pressing in. Because, listen, you're expecting, right? When you're expecting, you're going to be doing some pushing. So Bartimaeus, he's doing the same thing. He hears, he hears, and now he's going he's, he's gonna to do some expecting. We see here that in verse, uh, he said, verse 47, when he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he does what? He begins to do what? Cry out. He begins to shout. So what are you saying, Pastor Chuck? I'm saying this. He heard. Now we know that he believes because he's saying something. He begins to shout. Saints, your faith should have a shout in it. You should be saying something. If you're not saying something, that's just a flag. You should be saying what God says. If you're not, then just take a, examine yourself. You should be speaking God's word. Listen, you should have a faith project going. Don't wait for something to happen. Get you a faith project going. Believe God for something. Don't wait for something to happen. Then say, well, I guess, I, I guess it's come down to this. I guess I... Get in a habit of putting God's word to work. That way, when the circumstances does come at you, storms come, right? We're in a world system. Trouble comes. It ought to be built into your system that when trouble comes, bam, word. First thing, the word. What does God's word say? What does God's word say about this situation? If you don't know, Dig into the scriptures because you've got to have faith for that particular problem. There is a seed for every problem. Now, for, for general use, you know, for healing finances, you ought to have scriptures already for those. I'm not trying to be, I'm not trying to belittle anyone, but I'm just saying that should be a good habit, a good confession. Paul talked about laying hold that good confession. That's just a good confession to speak every day. Speaking over yourself. Speaking over your finances. Then when the enemy does hit your finances, he's going to try to hit you. Your faith will be challenged. Well, what's this, what this happening to me? You're being challenged. Because the enemy knows you have faith. He wants your faith. In order to get your faith, he's got to pull the word out of you. He's got to choke that word. That's good. You got faith. You're being challenged. That's all right. 
but you but but you you can get to the point that you you you're challenged you come out ahead you win then the next challenge comes bang you begin you you're setting a a a a process you've been there by experience you you've tasted how how good you you've tasted the lord i mean you're 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 actually experiencing victory you're not just talking about it you've actually put it to work that's what i'm talking about saints hear the word and allow your faith to go to work allow your faith to give substance to the things hoped for cuz when you hear the word faith and hope actually come in together hope well, i think it's romans 15 uh, romans 15 Verse 4, hope comes through the scriptures, just like faith comes through the scriptures. But hearing of faith, the hearing, the hearing, the hearing, hope comes too. Now, when he heard, when the woman issue, with the woman issue of blood heard, hope came in. Other words, I don't have to stay this way. I don't have to be sick. I don't have to do this. I mean, you, th- you talk about the woman with the issue of blood. Sick, sick. For 12 years, spent everything she had and, and just like that, God, she was able to turn it around by her words, by the faith-filled words, her faith gave me substance to the things hoped for. She established her direction. She applied pressure to the rudder. Come on. If I could just touch the hem of his garment, if I could just touch his clothes, I'll be whole. So what she's done, faith coming out of her mouth. You know, James talked about the rudder. So she's got, she's actually, with her words, she is moving into, she's moving in another direction. She's no longer looking at death. She's speaking life. She's speaking words that's going to take her and it's going to cause her ship, by the words of her mouth, to turn in another direction instead of going to the grave at an early age. Now she's headed to another direction where she can get to the point that when she touched the hem of his garment, power was released by the words that she was speaking drew that power. Saints, it's no, it's no difference for us. We got the power of the Holy Ghost on the inside of us. The same dunamis power is on the inside of us. The Holy Spirit's in you. Christ in you, the hope of glory. So when you're speaking God's word, the Holy Spirit in, is, in, is in on the inside of you He's hovering just like he did on the very first, when God first spoke his words, the Holy Spirit was hovering over this earth. You recall Genesis chapter 1? The Holy Spirit was hovering, waiting for the word to be spoken. The Holy Spirit's in you, hovering. He's in you, he's waiting for you to speak. Why? To quicken you. It's like Kenneth Hagin said, he's not there to hitchhike. He's there to help you. He's there to comfort and to strengthen you. But he's going to have some words. 
you're going to have to speak what the Word says. Then He goes to work. He starts energizing you, quickening your body, just by you speaking words of faith, just by hearing. It's so simple. Sometimes we can miss it. It's so simple that the enemy wants you to think it's not changing, but it's changing. You cannot go by what you see. You cannot go by what you feel. It is all by faith. Take it by faith. That's what we're talking about. Forget about the feelings. Forget it. You can't go by it. Well, I don't feel right. So? Join the crowd. Who? I mean, no one's... We're, you know, who, who gets up every single day? Who? We all have... You know, we're, the Bible's pretty plain. We are to walk by faith and not by sight. You cannot go by what you're feeling, what you're seeing. It is by faith. You've got to take it by faith. Hallelujah. And it goes on. So he begins to, we know Barnabas, he says he begins to cry out or to shout. Now, notice what he says. Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Saints, that is covenant talk. This guy's got revelation. Other words, I don't have to stay in this condition. I can break out. I can get out. He's calling on the mercies. It says, let me read that again. Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Now what if he would have remained quiet? What if he wouldn't have said anything? What if he would, what if, in his mind, what if he had been thinking, okay, you know, I'm just going to be quiet. It, you know, God is God. He knows everything. So I'm just going to stay here and just stay humble and wait for God, wait for Jesus to come by and have him to engage I'll just let him make the first step if he would have done that nothing would have changed because faith is not coming out faith without actions is dead but when he started crying out when he started speaking He is actually starting to change. He changed his course by the words of his mouth. Even though he doesn't see anything, even though he's not, even, even though nothing has changed, but spiritually, things are changing. The rudder is being turned. The ship is being turned just by him starting to shout. Your faith should have a shout. So it goes on. He begins to cry and say, Jesus, David, son of David, have mercy on me. I got a quote from Wigglesworth. He said, if there's no faith on the inside, there's no shout on the outside. You get that? If there's no faith on the inside, there's no Shout on the outside. So he heard, faith cometh by hearing. So he's got some faith on the inside.
but you still have to release it. It has to be released or nothing's, nothing's going to change. See, a lot of people are waiting for God to do something. You've got to engage. Don't wait for God to engage. Jesus, Jesus is sitting in a seated position at the right hand of the Father. His work is done. Guess what? It's your turn. Healing is done. Your fi- finances, finances, it's all been done. But you're going to have to engage. You're going to have to take that step of faith and engage. In other words, it's your turn. He heard Jesus passing by. He knows he's going to do something. Saints, we have to make sure our faith is active. Don't allow your faith to be dormant. You're going to have to take it by faith. It goes on to say, <clears throat> now here's here at verse 48, and th- this is where the fight starts. It says, then many, you see that? Not, not one, not two. It says, then many warned him to be quiet. Now, this is where the fight begins. The devil does not want you getting loud. He does not want you confessing God's word. Religious people don't want you to confess God's word because that is the answer. You're, you're, you, you, are, you are turning the ship. You're coming out of the rut. You're taking it by faith because you made a decision to speak the word. He's made a decision. We know he believes because he's shouting. So he's making that ship turn. He's about to come out. But the, but the devil, the religious system, doesn't want you coming out. He's going to have to take this by force. He's going to have to... There's times in saints, you're, just, you're going to have to be aggressive. Bartimaeus... See, a lot of people back down. You can't back down. When opposition starts to come against you, that's the time to stand up. That's the time you got to say, I'm taking this by faith. I'm not backing down. I'm not going back in this rut. I'm coming out. I'm, things are changing in my life. I'm not going to take this anymore. you got to get to the point, I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. He's lived this life day after day after day, and he's coming out. That's a bulldog approach. That your faith has to have that attitude. I'm not backing down. Now notice, and this is important, he doesn't get in a fight with the people. It's not flesh and blood we're, we're fighting here. He could have easily... This saints, especially your your family members. This is where you have to watch when they they a lot of times they don't even know what they're saying. This is where you have to walk in love. Because you start getting in strife. You start getting in because, because people come against you, you got to walk in love. You have to walk in love. Because you get in strife, it will shut your faith down faster than anything. It will shut you down. Faith worketh by love. And the enemy will use that tactic 
against you. He'll send people across your path to push certain buttons to get you out of the love walk. He takes you out of the love walk. He takes you right out of faith. And your faith is no longer working. It's kind of like David. David, remember, when David, he went on uh, facing Goliath. He's taking cheese to his brothers. and Well, his brothers did not like the idea of David being there at the battle scene. So they got onto his case. You recall that? But David refused to get into an argument with his brothers. The Bible says he turned away from them. You're going to have to turn away from it. Barnabas here, he could have easily got in. Okay, well, you blankety blank, blank, blank. Come on. I guarantee these people are pushing some buttons. But he doesn't even talk to them. He doesn't even recognize them. He just turns his attention and keeps his focus. Remember, we were talking about looking into Jesus, author and finisher of your faith. Keep your focus. This guy is keeping his focus. It's like the woman with the issue of blood. She kept her focus. You can't allow people to throw you off. You're coming out. I don't care if it's finances. I don't care if it's healing. It's all the same process. you got to take it by faith. You're coming out. Hallelujah. you got to keep your focus. We're not fighting flesh and blood here. Hallelujah. So he keeps his focus. He says, For not, then it's verse 48, it says, Then not many, then many warned him to be quiet. But it says there, but he cried. So this is his response. Not getting into a talk, not getting into strife, but here's his response. He's keeping focused. But he shouts, he cried out all the more. When the enemy comes against you, you just get louder. Just let him have it. If he wants to play this game, we'll play it. You come against me, I'll just raise another octave. I'll just go up a little higher. Because I got faith coming out my mouth. I got faith. I got the word on this. You coming against me, you're coming against God. And I'm going to win this. I got, a bit, I, got the big, I got the big guy behind me. He leads me. He causes me to triumph. I am going from victory to victory. I've experienced victory, and I'm going to victory again. I have circumstances here. I'm going, hey, I've done this before. I'm going to do it again. That's the reason why you create a habit. Just create a habit. Just focus on the word time and time. Practice it. Practice it. Saints, don't wait for the big one. Just practice it. But it says here, he cried out all the more, Son of David, have mercy on me. Here it is. He's, he's not changing confessions. He's holding fast to the same confession. He believes. He's holding fast. That's the attitude of faith. Hold fast. You keep saying the same thing. That is what makes you good ground. You keep saying the same thing. Three, 
three out of the four. I was going to teach on that tonight, but I, he wouldn't, I just couldn't. I wasn't. You got to go with what God gives you to go with. But anyway, three of the four grounds, three of, three of the grounds were not good ground. You remember the sower sold in the word. One ground was good ground. Why? They kept saying the same thing. They held fast to their confession. You hold fast. That's how you can tell if you're good ground. If you're good ground, saints, you, you, can de- you determine what ground, kind of ground you are. The devil does not determine that. You do. If you will hold fast to what God says and hold fast and not let go, you are determining. You are good ground. You're not allowing anyone to choke that word. You're not allowing anyone to take that word out. And that, that word will produce a 30, 60, 100 fold. The word will always work. If you just keep it in the ground, he's holding fast. He's keeping that seed in the ground. Hallelujah. And I don't care how long it takes. There are some things Joanne and I are believing for. I I don't care. I believe God. Other words... The rapture can take place tomorrow, but I'll be in faith, and I'll see Jesus face to face in faith. I won't, I won't be ashamed. You know, Jesus looked at me and said, well, what happened? You, you, you let go of your confession. What happened? You let go. I don't want that. I want to be able to see. I want to be able to look, I want to be able to look Jesus face-to-face, knowing that I did the best I could. I'm not saying I'm perfect. I'm not saying I do everything right, you know, but the heart. God looks at the heart, and I'll be able to look at him face-to-face and, and say, Lord, I believed. You interrupted. I was on my way, but you cut it short. I was believing you. I'll get credit for that. Think about it. You know, a lot of times we say, well, I hope the Lord don't come back because I'm believing for this. Uh, he'll make it up for you. I guarantee it, it will it come. It'll come to pass because faith always has its reward. So come quickly, Jesus. My faith's out there. And when he comes, he's going to see, he's going to find faith in me. How about you? Is he going to find faith in you? Are you going to stand believing God? Hallelujah. I'm teaching, I'm preaching to the choir here. He goes on to say, but he cried out all the more, son of David, have mercy on me. So he's holding fast. So again, he's establishing his direction in life by the words of his mouth. He's got the rudder. The rudder is is turned and he's making a turn. He's coming out of his condition, right? He's coming out of that rut. He's been in this rut. He's coming out. How can that be? It's the word. He's calling on the mercies. He actually, when he says, uh, let me read that again, son of David, he's calling, that's the Messiah. 
He's calling on the Messiah, the son of David. Honey, he's coming out. If he hold fast, if he continues, he is coming out. In verse 49, it says, Jesus, now faith, faith, faith calls, calls Jesus to stand still. Faith gets his attention, right? Verse 49, it says, So Jesus stood and commanded him to be called. Now here's the question for you. When Bartimaeus shouted out to Jesus, was it the first shout that got his attention? Was it the second? The third? I don't think Bartimaeus was counting. And I don't think he was going to stop. I think he is, he is in this. He is so gun ho he is, so, he is so fixed on this that he's not letting go and he's not going to stop shouting and he's going to keep shouting even more. That's faith. That's an attitude of faith. I'm not quitting. I'm not stopping. And I'm going to keep shouting and keep shouting until I get some results. I'm not quitting. Saints, you cannot quit. He's not quitting. It's not an option. And so Jesus stood still and goes on to say, And then, then they called the blind man, saying to him, Be of good cheer, rise, he is calling you. Now wait a minute. Isn't this the same group? Isn't this the same people that said, Be quiet? Shh! Shh! Be quiet! Who do you think you are, beggar? Shh. Now they're saying, be of good cheer. Master's calling you. It's like, you know, you, you, know, you, make, these conf- you make a confession. You're blaming God for a new truck. And, 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 and it comes to pass. And these people look at you. You know, you're believing God and, and your name, you know, and people, you know, when you, 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 you got to watch when you're around certain people, they start, they start to label you. You're the name it, claim it group. You're name it, claim it people. You know, you're confessing for a new truck and that truck comes and, you know, they're on your case. And, but when it comes to pass, they're the first ones that want to use it. Well, didn't you? T- I thought you was laughing at me. Well, not real. I'm just joking with you. Now you want to use my truck? People are flaky. The same people that try to the, the shut him up. Now I say, come on, the master's calling you. Verse, verse, verse fifty. And throwing aside his garment. Now get this. This is another another action of faith. He is throwing his garment off. The very thing that identifies him, the very thing that's holding him down, 
That garment of lack, that garment of defeat, that garment of you'd never get there, you'll always be stuck. That garment, he's making a statement. The saints said, this is what we got to do. He's throwing that thing off himself. He's making a statement. I'm coming out. I'm not staying here. I'm throwing this, this garment off. Notice he's not taking the garment with him. Other words, there is no... Other words, he's not saying, I'm going to take the garment with me just in case it doesn't work. Jesus, Jesus didn't tell him to throw it off. This is an act of faith. He throws it off. He's saying, I don't need this. I'm not taking it with me. I don't need a backup plan. I don't need plan B, plan C, A, or D. I, don't, I got one plan, and that's Jesus. I got one plan. I fully expect to get what I'm hoping for. My faith will give substance to the things hoped for. I will get what I'm going after. There is no backup. You notice this. Other words, you can say this too. You can say this. I'm taking that garment off. I'm not going to act like a blind man. Now, I want you to think about that just for a second. He's taking that garment off. I'm not going to act like a blind man. That that doesn't mean we're going to give him the keys to the car. Is he healed yet? No. But he's doing what he can do. He's doing all that he can do in his position. He's not going to be driving a vehicle. He's not going to be driving a truck. We're not going to allow a keys. We're not going to give him the keys yet. But it's still an act of faith. He's not... When I, if I'm fighting off sickness... One of the first things I endeavor to do is to act like I'm healed. I'm not denying it. I'm not going around telling people I'm not sick, but I'm not giving it, giving it my first place. I'm just, I'm going to act like I'm healed. I'm going to play the part. Faith is working. I just don't see the manifestation yet, but I'm acting like it's true because the word is true. But my body hasn't caught up with it yet. So he throws the garment off. He's acting like he's healed. He, then he, the Bible says, this, see, we used to read this. There is, he's got faith actions all over the place. Not only does he throw his garment off, then he goes, he says, then he rose up. He rose and came to G another faith. This is another Oh, Pastor Chuck, how many times, huh? you mean, he's demonstrated faith and faith and faith. I mean, I got to, I got to, no, you, you got to, you got to walk by faith. You, he's playing, he's doing all that he can do. 
He's throwing off the garment by faith. Now he's getting up by faith. He's not, he's not healed yet. But faith is working. It's giving substance to things hoped for. We just don't see manifestation yet. So, so he throws, in throwing off or casting off his garment, he arose and came to Jesus. Now, notice that Jesus, Jesus didn't come to him. You would think Jesus, with Barnabas being blind and all, that Jesus would have mercy and just go to him, help, him, help, help a guy out. The guy's in a rut. The guy, you see what I'm saying? But Jesus expects another faith movement. He expects, if, he, if this guy's serious, he's going to get up. And he does. He, 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 goes, he gets up and he comes to Jesus. No plan A, B, or C. So Jesus answered and said to him, What, now get this now, what do you want me to do for you? Jesus is asking the same thing. What do you want me to do for you? What's Jesus, want, want, what, what's Jesus trying to do here? Jesus got to get him to pinpoint his faith. It's not general faith we're talking about. He may want a new, a new garment. The old one has holes in it. Jesus, I need a new garment to beg with. I, I need a new garment. Money. You say, well, Pastor Chuck, that sounds kind of weird. It's pretty obvious what he wants. I'm telling you, I've seen this myself. It, you don't know where people are at until you ask. You'd be surprised. Jesus wanted to know, what do you want? You have to pinpoint your faith. What do you want? You've got to ask yourself, what do you want? In other words, he's asking Bartimaeus, Bartimaeus, I want... I want you to tell me what you want. Other words, another faith confession. Other words, he wants Bartimaeus to call it forth. He's having Bartimaeus to call forth what he wants. Do you get that? It's a calling forth. It's the vision. You're going to call it forth. In other words, you're going to give your voice, your faith. A, faith has a voice, and you have to give it voice. Faith talks. The spirit of faith is talking. It believes, therefore it speaks. Bartimaeus believes, therefore he's speaking. He says that I... Jesus said, what do you want me to do? Bartimaeus says... Lord, that I may receive my sight. That's what he, that's the point. He's pinpointed his confession. Now Jesus comes back and says, And Jesus said to him, Go your way, your faith, just like the woman, the issue of blood, come on. The power's there, but faith made the connection. Faith. 
His last confession brought the manifestation, but it was, it was, but they all of them coattailed off the other one. His last confession pinpointed exactly what he wanted. And that is what he got. What you confess is what you get. <laughs> if you don't doubt in the heart, you'll have what you say. That is the law of confession, the law of faith. If you keep your faith pure, starve your doubts, feed your faith. When unbelief comes, a lot of times unbelief, a lot of times you start doubting in the mind. The mind, the mind is not really the heart, right? You can doubt in the mind, but it's the heart. Don't, don't, don't allow... That's where the Bible says to cast down those thoughts. Anything that would exalt itself against the knowledge of God, you get to cast that down immediately. Don't spend time meditating on the things in the mind. Take no thoughts saying. Don't take those thoughts. There's thoughts you should not take. Just let it go. The devil's not after your knowledge. You got knowledge from years and years ago. He's not after this knowledge up here. You're hearing me. He's not after this up here. He's after this down here. The knowledge part, he's not after that. He wants, he wants the knowledge that's been dropped down in here. The things of the heart. But we don't want things up here dropping down. We don't want dropping down. If they ain't lining up with the word, don't mess with it. Get rid of it. Cast it down to the obedience of Christ. Okay, it goes on. Uh, where are we at? Um, hallelujah. But go your way. Your faith has made you whole. Uh, here's, here's, here's how I'm trying it. I said this before, I'll say it again. Bartimaeus did not wait for Jesus to initiate. He did not wait for Jesus to engage. It was Bartimaeus. Bartimaeus took the steps. Bartimaeus is the one that instigated the whole thing. Just like the woman with the issue of blood, they initiated. Saints, it's the same for us. You're going to have to initiate. You're going to have to get on the Word, find out what the Word says, meditate in that Word, allow that Word to drop down into your heart. That's the reason why I'm saying, don't wait. Don't wait. Practice your faith. Don't, don't wait for... for um, you need a major type of healing. Keep your faith out there. On your finances, keep your faith out there. Now, I want you to turn with Luke. Turn with me to Luke 18. We're kind of finished up with this. Luke 18, 43, same story. Let me know when you get there. We'll finish up with this. And immediately, we'll skip down to verse 43. And immediately, this, let's, let's just back it up. And Jesus said to him, verse 42, Receive your sight. Your faith has made you whole. And immediately, his sight, no, pardon me. And immediately he received his sight. And get this. And followed him, followed Jesus, Glorifying God, 
all the people, when they saw, gave praises to God. Now, I want you to get a hold of this. Well, let me read this. The Passion Bible says, he shouted loud praises to God. Now, I like that because this guy was loud. And I, if he was loud before, I guarantee after he received a manifestation, he's loud. He says, he, Passion Bible says, he shouted loud praises to God. Listen, Bartimaeus took it by faith. Here we find him on, on, a, on a new new road, new vision, following God, following Jesus. All because he took it by faith. All because he heard and he took the steps of faith. And there's many steps he took in there to receive his healing. He did not misstep one single time. He took it by faith every single time. He just went down the line. Would not allow people, would not allow circumstances to hold him back. And saints, there's going to be times when when you're, you're believing God, you're expecting God, you're going to have to push it's, 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 that's the, t- listen, breakthrough comes with praise and shouts of jubilation. Listen, when, when we, Lord bless us with four beautiful girls and, and each one of them took some pushing. When you're expecting, and we said this before, you're, you might, when you're expecting God to do something for you, you just expect it. And I'm not saying you probably have to do some pushing. You're going to, have to do some labor because you're going to give birth, Right? The first child we had, we didn't think she'd ever pop out. That was a long labor. The doctors told Joanne, push, push. And, of course, I was her coach. And I told her, push, Joanne, push. And that went on for about 20 hours, didn't it? 18? It felt like 20. And the second one, Deanne, it took some pushing. In the fourth one, it took some pushing, some labor. I was her coach. I was telling, push, Joanne, push. You know, I was, we had to do the, we went through these special classes. You had to take these breathing classes. <laughs> you forget that. They don't work. It's a, it's a waste of time. But I was try, coaching her to do her breathing techniques, you know. And all three of the four, there's some hard labor, but not all the time. The third one, the third one happened quick. It was Jill. I got home from work, and, and I picked up Joanne, and I was driving a little Honda. You know, I was going, I'd be bopping. And I said, 
Do not push. Do not push. We are not ready. Do not push. Just the opposite of what we, what we did before. We got to the hospital. I don't know. It seemed like an hour or two hours. She's out. That's spiritually speaking. That's a lot of times how it is spiritually. Most times there's the pushing. There's sometimes it just. I don't know. I can't explain it. Doctors can't explain it. Spiritually speaking, I can't explain it. Maybe Pastor Mark can explain it. I can't explain it. You just believe God's word and, and, and allow the timing, the time in his hands. Allow him do his thing. We just, our labor is to believe. That's our part. Now, you notice we went down through here. He did his part. Uh, uh, Bartimaeus did his part. All these steps that he took in faith, that was his part. God's part was the performance. He's the performer. It makes it easy. So, in other words, we actually, we, if you do it right, there is, there is a rest in it. But there's also a labor. The labor is believing God and keeping in faith. Because circumstances, you just have to fight the good fight of faith. Because they'll come against you and say, it's not working. Oh, yeah, it's working. I'm coming out. It's working. I'm coming out. I believe God. And I'm going to believe God. And I don't care if it takes 100 years. I'm believing God. And usually, like Kenneth Hagin would always say, usually if you take that stance, usually it would come a lot quicker. Amen. Hope I encouraged you. We're not quitters, but you, a lot of times it's like Barnabas. He took a lot of steps of faith. I mean, bang, bang, bang. And finally he got, he received. Not only did he receive, but it says he followed Jesus. That's the ultimate right there. And actually that's, pretty, that, that's significant. It said he followed Jesus because Jesus is going to the cross. I mean, he's, he's going, that's where he's going. In that, in that text right there, it's where he's heading to, to the cross. And Bartimaeus followed him. So he got, he got a bonus. He, to be a follower tells me that he's, he's a disciple. It speaks of, oh, well. Hallelujah. We're coming out. You're coming out in Jesus' name. Expect it. If you have to push a little bit, that's all right. Just keep believing God. You're coming out. The, it's changing. You, you got the rudder in the, in the water. Your, your ship's turning. Come on. It may, it, it may be kind of slow, but it's turning. It's turning. It's turning. The word always works. Amen. Let's all stand up. I hope I encouraged you. Praise God. The word works. That concludes today's message. For more information about Oasis Church, please visit MyOasisChurch.com. Thanks for listening.